Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. Thanks for joining us today. We have another special guest. This time we're speaking with Frankie Washington. He is the writer, creator, and artist for Kaijus and Cowboy. Um, you might have read issue one. It was a successful Kickstarter, um, and they are currently working on issue two. There will be another Kickstarter to help support that. Um, he also is an artist for Alterna Comics, currently working on issue 20 of It Came Out on a Wednesday. Um, so make sure that uh, you follow Frankie Washington. You can follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, he's just a great guy. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, here is Mr. Frankie and me. Thanks, everyone. Talk soon. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the World at War Comics show. We have another special guest today. We have Frankie Washington, <laughs> artist extraordinaire, hey! writer, What's creator. <laughs> I know, you, all Frankie? of the above. Renaissance man. <laughs> you are, man. My you head just starts getting big. I won't be able to get through the door. <laughs> it's like, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, man. Now, you've accomplished a lot, my friend. Yeah. And uh, um, thank you for uh, sending over uh, a few of your comics, which we'll talk about here in a moment. Sure, uh, sure. I really enjoyed them. Had that old school feel. I don't know, man. Yes. I, oh. I loved well, it, man. I loved it. Well, I think I, I, I shock people when I tell them that I'm actually turn. I'm going to be turning 53. Okay. Yeah. I think it blows people's minds. They go 53. I'm like, yeah, dude, I was born 1970. Yeah. And so I, I am a Gen Xer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah, Gen Xer. Too. I grew up in that time yeah. of when the greatest, and I'm, let's be honest, when you saw <laughs> entertainment, the yeah. levels of stuff that came, everything that we're seeing now is yeah. a product of what came out during that time. 100%. When you, when you saw TV, animation, yeah. it just, there was a massive boom. And we, well, you know, I was a kid. Yeah, you yeah. Were a kid, I'd imagine who yeah. were during that time when we were just being—it's like the gamma bomb. Yeah, we were yeah. blasted, bombarded <laughs> by all this stuff, and no, no wonder. Yeah, where yeah. we're at today, and and so one yeah. of the things about it is that, you know, I, I'm a huge fan. The, the first yeah. comic for me, well, not first, well, the first one technically. First mm -hmm. off, I grew, I grew in, I grew up in Boston. Okay. Um, in in in, in Jamaica Plain, the projects at Jamaica Plain. Yeah. And uh, and I remember my first comic was, Spider Man. Yeah, my mom. It was, it was like this guy had converted. It's so weird. He converted a school bus into a store. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah, and so it was like you would go to the back door, like it was converted. Like you walk up these stairs, and then you would buy stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, I remember he had a spinner rack, and I got a Spider Man, and I remember, awesome. you know. And at the time, my mom, I don't think she really thought of it as anything. Just more yeah. like you know, just like a sort of hobby for me. But you know, she would go grocery shopping, and and when she would come home with the groceries, she would um. Have the stuff in a brown paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> so what you would do it while you know the big you know the big boy. I'm I'm helping mom you know yeah. put the groceries away. She would rip off rip rip the uh, bag into pieces of paper and say here you go. And, uh. and, and I would start drawing. I'll just be drawing or whatever. Just crazy stuff. <laughs> and so awesome. I remember I remember getting the, the Spider Man and I did the, the classic thing because I didn't yeah. know it. I would do the tracing for you know, sure. Try to understand yeah. things and whatever. Yeah. But the 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 defining moment for me. Was when she took me out um, to a place in Dedham, Ma and then, you know, Boston, Massachusetts. So Dedham, Massachusetts, and it was a place called Child World. Now, oh. Child World was like Toys R Us. Oh, okay. But it was massive. It was like Child World was, and if anybody, if you go on YouTube, you uh -huh. can find the commercials for it for Child oh, World. I have to check and that it's out. It's amazing. The place where kids can be. It was like the world for kids. Yeah. And I remember it was a massive place. She took me to it, and I remember we were going through the doors. And it was a spinner rack, massive spinner rack. And I remember I was going, I was like, oh, comics and stuff. And I was starting to, you know, start spinning around. And it was these comics that were like 10 to a bag. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> so for like five bucks, it was like five bucks. You can get ten. Remember that? Yeah. In a bag, yeah. right? And the first comic that popped up for me was the Shogun Warriors. Oh. And okay. I lost it. I, because I because I had already I had already started watching. There was a show called Force Five. Yeah. Um. Um. That had giant robots. I love giant robots. I love kaiju's. And I started loving a lot of that old school um uh anime that was coming over, like Battle of the Planets, which was oh, Gachamon. Yeah. Um. What was, what was the other one? Um. Uh, Robotech came later. Um, yeah. But it was uh uh Battleship Yamato, which was mm. uh, um Star Blazers. So yeah. that stuff. And then then Force Five was this uh, uh, by Jim Terry Productions was this collection of. Uh, he went over there to Japan and got a collection of of comic um excuse me super robot shows. Oh, so wow. you had uh Dan Gardace, uh Get a Robo G, uh <laughs> which was Star Avengers, uh Grandizer, Guy King, and then the uh Star Zinger, which was re re um renamed into the Star Avengers. No, excuse me, oh. Space Cateers. I'm sorry, the oh. Space Cateers. <laughs> So then you had this for a five day uh, block, and and oh, wow. I watched that, and I was like, oh my god, I want the toys, I want the yeah. figures. <laughs> so then Shogun Warriors, Mattel started releasing the Shogun Warrior figures, but I didn't know that they had a comic book until uh, that moment. Yeah. So because I was really my whole thing was I was hoping I can get like a Shogun Warrior figure, you know, sure, sure. Child World toys. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get the figure. <laughs> but when I saw that, that changed everything for yeah. me. It was like, awesome, man. this is the stuff that I want to do. Yeah, I yeah. want to draw giant robots, giant monsters. Yes, I love superheroes. Yeah, I love western. Surprisingly, I love western. I love, I love a lot of that stuff, horror yeah. and all that stuff. But something about giant robots and giant yeah. monsters, Akajus, cryptids, whatever. Yeah, it just, it just, it, it brings me such a joy. Like that's the stuff I want to do. So when I saw this comic book, yeah, and it was done by Marvel Comics, I just was like, please, mom. So she, she got it for me. <laughs> Um, I, I forgot what other comic books were in that pack. Yeah. <laughs> they that's didn't matter, the one, right? That's the, I know, that's the one I locked onto. Yeah, and yeah. and the artists that were in it were American. That that made it even more better. Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that there was these, these two American guys. It was Doug uh, Munich, and it was uh he was the writer, and then Herb Trimpey, who was the artist. Uh, and the work that Herb Trimpey did was yeah. phenomenal. It was yeah. fun, it was energizing, it was escape pure escapism. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think that's one of the things that um, I feel like uh, comic books coming from the 2000s, but even from the, the well, st- moving from the the mid 90s into the 2000s and, and forward. Yeah, we started getting away from just pure escapism. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and and the quest for realism. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's in the quest for. I'm true to and, that. Yeah, yeah, and the thing about it was that when we grew up. We yeah. read comic books where they went to the sky the limits. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, so for the Shogun Warriors, you had you had these robots that were fighting, you know, and they're giants, and they're fighting like they're the Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> and they're fighting against the Madman who wants to take over the planet. Yeah, you know, yep. woo, you know, it wasn't there wasn't all these other little nuances in it. It was just like I want to take over the planet because yeah, I got yeah. you know I, I can do genetic experiments on creatures and make them really giant, and <laughs> of course I'm going to take over the world and those kind of things. And that was so much fun and so adventurous yeah. and so. You know, that really impacted me, impacted me enough so that it sort of stayed with me mm-hmm. through my journeys as a kid through, you know, middle school, yeah. high school. And then eventually, um, because of my skills. Yeah. Thank goodness I had teachers, mentors who really sort of pushed me into that avenue. That's awesome. Now, I know I know a lot of people out there don't have that, didn't mm-hmm. have the chance to have that. But I was very fortunate that I did. That's that just people, just people who saw yeah. that I that I had a skill and they were yeah. like, well, why don't you maybe, you know, push down that skill? You know, yeah. get into that that arena, and and I didn't have I didn't have any idea that the art industry even existed. Yeah, I was yeah. like, really, people get paid 
<laughs> it was just so weird to even yeah. think that. But you know, it, it, you know, the school that I decided to go to yeah. um, was called Butera School of Art, and they closed. They're, it's a shame. But mm. they were school run by all commercial illustrators. All of my teachers wow. worked in the industry. Oh, some wow. teachers, some teachers did um, packaging artwork for like you know the the the, the games, mm-hmm. Parker Brothers, yeah. and stuff like that. Some of my teachers worked like they did advertising. Some of my teachers did stuff like um, just all over the board. Yeah, but, they yeah. Were, but their main mandate was that you get paid to draw. Yeah, that yeah. I remember that was like the key thing that they kept drumming into um, yeah. pretty much the student the students mind that you do not give away your artwork, your skills yeah. for free. Yeah. You right. are a contractor. Yeah. yeah. And they laid it out. They were like, you're a contractor. You said you don't go to a mechanic and say, hey, mechanic, I just brought my car. <laughs> Fix it for free. <laughs> you know, no, exactly. or, or you go to a plumber. Oh, oh my God! You know the the, the toilets overflowing. Well, you wouldn't <laughs> mind doing that for free, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. they were like, they laid it out like that. They said you yeah. should be getting paid for your services yeah. because guess what? You're bringing something to this client, a service yeah. that's going to yeah, make absolutely. them more money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. All, and, and all you're doing is asking them for what you what your worth is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was that kind of mentality where you start building it's not about being greedy but it's just about i am worth yeah, something yeah. i should be compensated for what my worth is 100 absolutely man absolutely. and then yeah. and then in turn you yeah. the client hopefully yeah. if if you done your work and whatever yeah. your product is will yeah. make a ton of money more <laughs> yeah. money than i'm gonna ever make yeah yeah and so that was that kind of that kind of thing that they sort of implanted into my mind so yeah, I, I it was a three year school. I ended up getting my degree in, in commercial illustration. Mm-hmm. And now, while during that was going on, I mean, I I've always worked my whole life. So yeah, at the age of twelve, that yeah. was like my first time where I, where I started working. And yeah. then I've done so many different jobs. I mean, landscaping, telemarketing, yeah. <laughs> um, stock boy, whatever you know, it takes, I, I, right? Whatever, whatever it, it takes. Took, yeah, whatever it takes. But then when when our school came, mm-hmm. I finally got uh, work doing as a security officer. Okay, and I, and yeah. it was a good company. I mean, the company yeah. loved me. Um, and they were like, well, okay, here's the point, Washington. What are you going to do? Now, the captain, my captain was like, he said, well, he said, you got two paths. He said, you're putting yourself through art school. But also, you have a chance to build a career in security, mm-hmm. which would have been armed security. That would have been my mm-hmm. next level, what I would have went to training and take it. To. But he said, Washington, on the nights that I see you doing the work, you know, when we're doing, when we're doing security work, the rounds and stuff, you're always drawing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of those things where he said, you know, the answer. Yeah. You just, exactly. you, just you just have to. I see your passion. I know, you know, your yeah. passion. Right. And that and, and I was like, OK. And I said and then and I remember that. So that was hard for me. Yeah. yeah. It was like at that point, it was nine. You know, it was like, I don't know. It was it an eight hour job kind of, you know, eight hours a day. Right. It, right. It, it, it was a safety net. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing was, was like going into art. There was no safety net. Yeah, that was the path of the freelancer. I mm-hmm. called. I called the, the way of the, the way the way of the freelancer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which yeah. is which is in most cases you don't have a net. You yeah. are you are really out there exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the good thing about it is that if you learn, if you're a fast mm-hmm. learner, yeah, and and you have passion in your heart, mm-hmm. you can get the work. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses out there looking yeah. for people for your skill set. And yeah, so, absolutely. you know, I think it was, I graduated in 91 from art school. It took two more years. Mm-hmm. But then it was at that point where I landed at a um, a small production studio. Oh, okay. Um, that it, it popped up. It was a movie production studio mm-hmm. in Waltham, Mass. 
And um, I got to work. They they hired me on. First, it was um, part time, and then eventually full time. Mm -hmm. And I was a storyboard. I was a storyboard artist. Oh, cool! Um, for two that's of their awesome. films, two of their films, which got picked up by Miramax. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome, I actually, man. so I actually had screen credit. That's so cool. That is which awesome. Blew my mind. Yeah. And I got I got a little taste of it, but I wanted more. Yeah, yeah. And and so then um I got the chance to do some work for an uh, animation studio. Unfortunately, yeah. animation studio closed, but at the time they were called Olive Jar Animation. Mm -hmm. They were located in Brighton, Mass, and they did a lot of stuff. MTV, the early oh, wow. MTV stuff, the the, yeah. the um, commercials that you saw yeah. during MTV, like um Liquid Television. Yeah, that oh kind of yeah, stuff. man. They did a, they did a lot of that stuff, and plus they did other things, commercial stuff and whatever. Yeah. They even I never forget it. I was there at the time when they tried to pitch to Todd McFarlane uh -huh. to, to do the animation for Spawn. Yeah. Oh, really? So I so yeah. So I actually saw the reel that they did for their. How cool their, is that? Spawn, and it was it was American anime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was yeah. Really cool. It was really cool that they did, but unfortunately, you know, Todd yeah. McFarlane decided to go with another studio. Yeah. But um, I the final gig that I did with them was for Universal, the Universal theme park, Marvel, mm -hmm. Marvel rides. Oh which wow! Was the Incredible Hulk, and I forgot yeah. what the other one was, but um, I remember signing the paper, the, the NDA from Universal, and um, it was for the Hulk and Doctor Doom ride. There you go. Oh, okay. So I guess that. So if you, I've never been there, but if you go on a ride, there's an animation short. Oh, okay. Now that was years ago. I don't know if they changed it. But yeah, I'm not years sure. Years ago, if you saw the animation, then I worked. I was part of that team that worked How on that cool animation. That? Yeah, I did a lot of designs. I did some yeah. designs and stuff. Did a lot of designs for the Hulk stuff. I yeah. tried my hand at animation. Yeah. You know, and I'm talking old school 2D animations. So yeah, like yeah, the light yeah. table, that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> um, it just wasn't in me. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like work, you kind of though, right? It's a lot of labor, right, to get well. Uh, well, again, slip done. That's funny. Is, is it work if you're passionate about it? 100. percent Yeah, it's See, not. That, you got to look into that context. So yeah. it's like a mechanic. Like I, yeah. I go, like I just took the car in for its inspection, and we had to get maintenance. I, I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. what the, I forgot what the term is for mechanics, but yeah. I'm not in that world. Yeah. So yeah. I look at it as that doesn't look like fun to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to those people, they're yeah. like, hey, you know, whatever they're working. So the same thing, like mm -hmm. I think for animators, you and, and I got to I lived I, I had roommates that were animators and many yeah. of them went off. They went off to L.A. and stuff and worked on a lot of big animations, um, but they had a passion for it. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't. My yeah. passion is for sequential art. Yeah. I mm -hmm. love first and foremost, I love sequential art. Mm -hmm. And then and then pretty much just straight on commercial illustration. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the fact of illustration, the ability to draw whatever you want to draw. Yeah. yeah you know, awesome. it be albeit it'll be in your style, my yeah, style. Yeah. yeah. But I'm able to have that ability. So if somebody from a realtor mm -hmm. came up to me and said, Hey, um, you know, we want to hire you to draw our uh, houses. Yeah, you yeah. know, for for our clients, for people who may buy a house, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. I won't shy away from that. Yeah. Um, if somebody says, "Hey, we want you to draw our," which I've done, um, a caricature uh -huh. of of us with our our dog, I've mm -hmm. done that job. Yeah, I've, I've done it. Yeah. You know, I you know, a commercial illustrator. Um, the way my teachers were laid laid it out was they said, "Think of the art industry as a vast ocean. It is the vast mm -hmm. ocean. Yeah. And then you have all these little inlets." So comic books would be an inlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or you know, if you want to work as a uh, storyboard artist, it's an yeah. inlet. Yeah, you yeah. Sort of, you get you're on your boat and your boat's <laughs> navigating off the wide ocean, and you yeah. sort of go into an inlet, and you go, okay, right. wow, this is an inlet comes into a lake, and yeah. depending on how big the lake is, <laughs> then you you sort of navigate through that. So pretty exactly. much as a commercial illustrator, yeah. we anyone who's under that 
umbrella of that, yeah. they technically can navigate through various waters. Yeah, yeah. Whereas somebody who say, if they say, well, I'm passionate, I want to be an animator, yeah. they may have a hard time. Yeah. Like an animator may have a hard time doing work as say mm -hmm. advertising. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like layouts, like I work in advertising, I did layouts, yeah. comp sheets, uh, video boards, yeah. TV boards, storyboards. You know, they may be like, wow, I can't, you know, my mind just isn't, I'm hardwired for this. Or like even yeah. comic book people, comic yeah. book guys, um, there's a lot of comic book guys who might not be able to break into the world of, of advertising. Yeah. Because yeah. they're so because they're so geared mm -hmm. into the way the structure yeah. of comic books, where it's like, well, I'm sitting here and I have X amount of months to work on this whatever these pages mm -hmm. whereas right. in advertising for me when i got it when, once i left animation and got to advertising yeah i had it could come down to hours wow it'd be like well i get a call from an art director and they're yeah. like hey uh frank we need 30 storyboards fully colored by next morning oh wow <laughs> guess who's not sleeping that night <laughs> no <laughs> you know it's like you know that's and, an all-nighter right there right yeah or, or they're like yeah and i've done those kind of jobs i yeah. did a lot of those kind of 24-hour gigs where it was up and they're like hey we got a campaign we got to get it to the client for the pitch meeting we right. need xxx you know that kind of thing so yeah but but those skills that i did mm -hmm. they they've all led me up to the path where i'm at today yeah 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 and that's all building that's blocks a, right yeah, and that's the kind of artist that I always want to be. I always, I, I used to tell people one of the, the taglines that I used back in the day was eclectic artist. Yeah. <laughs> I said I wanted to be because I would yeah. always hear very, I would talk to various artists and they were like, yeah. well, I want my portfolio to be this and whatever. And I said, no, I want, when someone opened my portfolio, I yeah. want them to look at the broad range of yeah, all the stuff I did. Yeah. So it's almost like they go, how did one person do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love those kind of conversations where people go, you didn't do this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I did this. Because because all through my artwork, you will see one little string yeah, yeah. of my style yeah. sort of in there. It's like I don't deviate away from that. It's yeah, a little yeah. string. But you have to be able to see it. But I've done from paintings, super mm -hmm. like realistic paintings, to the most you know super like cartoony looking thing that you ever could imagine <laughs> and it's like wow you know yeah. but but i wanted to be that kind of artist i i, I always said that. i said if i you know when did my time to leave this world i said i wanted to be like yeah. my broad my body of work is going to be so vast so i want to work in i want to do uh which i have rpg games yeah illustrations i've mm -hmm. done book illustrations i've done trading cards i've done sketch cards i've yeah. worked on toys I've done um, stuff for video games. Yeah. I've done, you know, and, and that comic books. I mean, you know, advertising, film, yeah. um, possibly some of that stuff might have gone to even TV, maybe mm -hmm. even some video stuff that's floating yeah. out there somewhere. So, yeah, for me, th that this is the this is the accumulation of yeah. what my dream was when I first walked through the doors of the art school. That is so cool, man! What a yes. what a background and what a foundation for. Yep. Uh, you know, everything that you've done up to this point. I mean, that's incredible, Frankie. Yeah. I mean, and it's so diverse, all these different skill sets that you've been able to gain yes. over the years. I mean, yeah, man, you're, I, you're kind of a Swiss army knife when it comes to art, man. <laughs> but I, but I, but I tell any artist out awesome. there that you shouldn't limit yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You should yeah. learn as much as you can. And to, yeah. One of the things about me is that mm -hmm. um, I, I've had a lot of, well, let me rephrase it. Yeah. I, I use the term the universe. Yeah. And I say the universe provides for us. Yeah. It yeah. talks to us. But yeah. you have to be willing to listen. Yeah. yeah. That's the key Perfect. thing. Yep. So it's like, like we could have a conversation. Yeah. And in that conversation, I'm going to, I'll pick out a few nuggets that yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, 
Now, maybe a lot of it I may not use. Right, right, there's yeah. Always, but there's always going to be a nugget. Even when you yeah. were talking to uh, Pete the other day, yeah, I picked out nuggets. Yeah, yeah. Even the conversations I've had with Pete, yeah. there's always a nugget. Yeah. And yeah. you have to be open for those nuggets. Now, exactly. if you're a person who's closed off yeah. to, to everything, you miss then, a lot, man. then you miss a lot and you won't you grow. Lot. It won't help yeah. you to grow. And that's the yeah. whole process. Yeah. You, you should want to elevate yourself, yeah, to evolve. Yeah. Like I don't want my I don't want artwork that I did yeah. back in in the days of when I was in art school yeah still looking the same I don't want my artwork to be looking like that I'm always looking to try yeah. to push my artwork a little bit further yeah yeah That's because awesome. by the end by the end I'll be like wow you know that I I can't believe I actually did that see I want yeah. I want to feel that even some days when I look at some of my stuff I go why wow, I actually did that yeah for instance for instance yeah yeah let's I, see that's why that's why I brought some stuff no, I for love instance. it man I love it let's do it. This is a piece. Well, actually, you can look at this as well. This is another piece I did for uh, for someone, but this is the cover. Wow. <clears throat> the cover amazing. art. For, That's crazy, man. This is the cover art for It Came Out on a Wednesday. And this is uh -huh. for issue 20. Yeah. Coming out from Alternative Comics. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me, Pete, Pete had mentioned, he said, Frank, I would love to see you do a cover similar to, to what you do for your ske sketch cards. Yeah, but yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure at first. I was like, I don't know. You know, I and was the really detail, Frankie. That is incredible, man. I had a little pushback, but thank goodness. Yeah. I didn't give up. I, I what yeah. I did was um when Pete first mentioned it, I took it, I let it soak in. Yeah. And then the way I do stuff is that I have this these moments where I let stuff soak in, and then I go, Well, let me just challenge myself. Yeah, yeah. And then once a challenge, the dare comes in my head, and I go, <laughs> Let me just try it. And and I'll tell you one thing. This piece is one that I really, I'm so happy. You should be, man. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. The detail, the colors, that's insane, man. That is gorgeous. That is beautiful. That is beautiful, man. Well, see, with this cover, then it leads up to the current thing, which can yeah. encrypt it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there yeah, it goes. Yeah, I did. You did send me kind of a, a little snapshot of that, man. That is awesome, too. And the funny part was that the rain was a last minute thing because Pete came out really? of the blue and said, Pete was like, Well, Frank, you know, he said, I don't know if you could do this because I had yeah. already done it. I had already painted. I was like, Oh my God. And he was like, <laughs> He said, He said, Frank, um, can you put rain in there? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, Ooh. But, and, and you know, you have that moment, you go, Oh my God. But then all of a sudden I sat there and I said, challenge yourself frank that little yeah. voice my head challenge and i started thinking of frank miller yeah frank miller yeah i, yeah. I, I said i'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if i can channel the inner frank miller yeah, yeah. City rain <laughs> and i'm telling you one thing it's just it's making me very happy yeah um that people are really digging this and stuff I don't oh know that is incredible man look at there his chest too yep that is the detail is just insane man that is beautiful man but here's something. This is going to be a first. Now you're getting yep. a first on your show. Woohoo! Let's do this it. This was the this is the one that got shot down. Really? <laughs> yeah, this got <laughs> shot down. Man, that's dope too, though. Yeah, it's a different feel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's what you did. I I submitted like two different covers, uh -huh. you know, for Pete to look at. And and what happened was I said, you know that's what? So awesome, um, I want I wanted to test the colors, so yeah. I decided to just color it up. So this is yeah. the other one. Man. That is incredible too, man. I, I'm not sure which one I like the best. They're well, both dope, man. But that's that's all that's based off, That's all based off off of someone suggesting yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. And then me pushing myself because I mean I'm used to doing. Actually, I'm working on some cards right here. This is the cards that I'm doing for the Kajis and Cowboys uh, Kickstarter that oh, okay. we just had. 
oh are, yeah this is the fulfillment card so there you go i don't know if you could gotcha yeah i got it now yeah oh that's dope that so is this is what i'm used to you it's know like drinking out of a skeleton <laughs> well actually yes yeah, it's, it's um baragon it it's baragon but he's drinking out of a let me see if you can see it closer it's oh, a radioactive yeah, a radioactive, uh, radioactive container. yeah On it almost beach. looks like a skeleton though for oh a okay i like that i like that yeah but now now i definitely see the radioactive yep so then and then i just i just wrapped this one up today oh wow this is b-win yeah his gun, oh, he's his so dope hand. man yeah, he's like, yeah, and we'll definitely talk about Kajis and Cowboys. Oh, for sure. You have to, man. This was Ultraman. Somebody oh, wanted so... Ultraman, Ultraman with um, a cowboy hat. That's so cool, man. And as I always tell uh, people out there, if you're going to do Kajis, giant Kajis, always throw a helicopter in there. <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's my key thing. And then this was, this is uh, Doc. Doc is a new character yeah. that pops up in issue two. Yeah, yeah. I like Doc, man. I love Doc. Um, yeah. I'll tell you right now, me and Matthew, it's, it's, it's a new thing working. Well, not a new thing. I, I love collaborating. Like, I've yeah. created stuff on my own. Yeah. But I love the the act of collaboration just because I've worked years yeah. um, with teams. Uh-huh. And there's a certain synergy that I do love. Sure. I love that sense of synergy. Yeah. And so when we were coming up with feed off idea, of one another, the energy exactly. you feed off of, right? Yeah. Exactly. And so when we were coming up with That's Doc, so cool, my first drawing on Doc was like this big cumbersome robotic figure yeah and mind you during this time i was work i was watching uh finally watching clone wars mm. i'd never I, I i don't know why i stopped watching it but finally me and my wife sat down and i yeah. said let's watch it and we got hooked yeah <laughs> and one of the things that blew my mind which is funny is that first off let me just explain that i am not a hardcore star wars person no. mind you i grew up with star trek yeah yeah i love star trek but yeah. with that said, I, I I respect Star Wars and I like Star Wars for, for what it is. Yeah. So I love what it is. I will admit that I've gotten really hardcore about Star Wars these past <laughs> years because they've been expanding the universe. And yeah, they have. Been man. But one of the things about it was that I love robots so much that I I remember having a remote control RD, R2-D2. Oh, wow. And I had three C-3PO as a figure, too, just because they were robots. <laughs> yeah. And the funny part was I never knew how capable yeah r2d2 was until clone wars yeah yeah <laughs> i started watching and i'm like he's really capable he can yeah, do a lot of yeah. stuff so then that changed my view on doc so i so i yeah. came back and we and then uh, matthew said well why don't we do him as a little kid and i said a little kid named doc that's, that's weird i said i said no 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 no. i said i i said i'm gonna tell you right now i said i see him as i said did you i said matthew did you ever see the movie tombstone mm. and he said yeah and i said okay i said Doc Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Val Kilmer was Doc Holiday. I said, why can't we just do an older character? Yeah. Who can be a partner? Yeah. To be win or something on that line. And he said, okay, let me just see it. And I drew it and he said, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, there you go. No, that's a great addition to that, too, man. I, I love the character. That character so is amazing, much. right? And, and he can say only... a lot, right? On behalf of, uh, oh, that's the win. This was well. This is my one card out of the commissions from that campaign was in full color. Yeah, and they wanted Wolverine. Wolverine, man. Yeah. <laughs> but what was nice? What they said? They said they said, "Hey, Frank, you could draw whatever Wolverine you want." Yeah. Um, but just Wolverine because they they said I'm a collector of sketch cards. I I love your artwork. Yeah. Back in the day, I did a lot of um sketch cards, uh -huh. upper deck upper deck cards. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. I did a ton. I worked on their Marvel licensing. No way. Oh so, yeah, there's a lot of cards. It's funny because you can see a few of my cards if you go on eBay and you type uh -huh. my name. 
some like some cards might pop up, but I'm very happy to see that not a lot of them. So that means that yeah. collectors are holding on to them. Yeah, they don't want to get rid of them. Um, yeah. They don't want to get rid of them. <laughs> but I what I when when I was working on the upper deck stuff, I yeah. remember that I purposely drew characters that I knew a lot of people wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I cracked open my Marvel universe and I said, my mission. Yeah. I got like a most... Marvel encyclopedia with characters yeah. that people just, I, I just about. Because, because I knew, I knew people were going to be drawing Wolverine. I knew they were going to be drawing Captain America and Thor. And I said, because of the movies and stuff. And I said, I said, that's fine, but yeah. I'm going to show you, I'm going to go through literally the Marvel universe of characters, yeah. the most obscure characters. Yeah. And I did it and I got away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Upper Deck, actually, they, they wrote a thing. They actually appreciated that. The only uh, time that they shot me down, which I'm fine with, was when I tried to sneak, I tried to put Red Ronin. Yeah. <laughs> and they shot, and I ended up keeping those cards. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, you still got yeah, them? That's awesome. Yeah, I still man. got them. They were like, they were like, well, we don't, they were like, well, we don't want to put that character, whatever. They gave me some kind of yeah. reason or whatever. And I said, fine, I'll keep it. Yeah. I said, I love Red Ronin. <laughs> it was a yeah. shame because I was like, really, I was like, man, I want to try to put some robot stuff in there. Yeah. Um, I think I did put a Cree Sentinel. Yeah. The Cree Sentinel got in it. That was a great picture, too. I did a yeah. great job with that one. You know what I'm trying to uh, Yes, I did do a Sentinel. Did you? <laughs> I, did, I, I did a card puzzle with the X-Men, the classic X-Men, the, yeah. uh, the classic ones, fighting a Sentinel. Yeah. That yeah. one, that was a puzzle card set, and it got yeah. snatched up. I mean, that's so. classic. You got to have a Sentinel if you're going to have X-Men. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was always trying to find ways to just mix it up because i said well you know yeah. it's like i want to be different you know yeah, it's yeah. like why why do i want to you know I've, i'm not a follower yeah yeah you know i'm somebody who you know if, if you knew me in school you would i talked to everybody yeah yeah i wasn't I, i'm not a click kind of guy i'm yeah, just yeah. like hey this is frankie b over here what's happening with your name yeah. and then we well we'll rap right right you know and if we and if we jive good then we yeah. jive we hang yeah exactly if not if if not, then we go our separate ways. I'm, you yeah. know, you do your thing, I do my thing, and that's that's the kind of person. <laughs> that should be the I motto think. of our lives, man. I mean, jeez. But but I think that's the thing. It's like yeah. my kind of personality is that yeah. it's just it's, it's kind of like, hey, man, you know, yeah. I love I love learning. I love meeting yeah. different people. Yeah, and I love talking to people because I feel like it enhances me. Yeah, absolutely, it does. If it I don't, if I don't all talk of us, to right? you, yeah, if I don't talk to you and. Yeah. Then how do I learn? It's like I feel like we are organic computers. Yeah, <laughs> and we're and we should be trying to get more input. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of blocking, exactly. it's like it's like shut, it's shutting the input port off. It's like no, the input. Yeah. It's like no, you need more information. You yeah. need to, and 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 when I say information, sometimes I I feel like um because I've had this conversation with a bunch of people. Even my wife sometimes will sit there and I talk and I go, "Hun," I said, "Have you noticed that when people watch movies now, how they analyze stuff, even comics? Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like there's almost an overanalyzation." Yeah, of stuff. Well, I'm like, when yeah. do you enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, when do you just? I, I mean, I go, I go to movies. When I went to movies, I just saw it for what it was. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, I just, I went in. And if it made me cry, <laughs> if it made me laugh, it made me shout at the screen. Yeah, I took yeah. that moment and I embraced that moment, and it yeah. was wonderful. Just like comics, I pick a comic book up, I read yep. it, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. But there's, but there's this change where it seems like there's almost an over analyzation of yeah, stuff yeah. and yeah. that's why i think that when me and matthew yeah started with um let me see with this guy right over here well this is the very first one the zero issue oh that's awesome yes yeah i just that one's incredible man it's, it's all it's all art right it's all artwork well a, a vast it's majority so incredible. of it it's yeah. amazing man and and it's so incredible that uh 
you really don't need words in that issue yeah. uh, zero. I know there's there is some, but it was a teaser. Is a teaser, but you got the story, yeah, because you did so good at leading yeah. the reader yeah. through the different panels. I mean, I, I I put it down and I I was like, wait a minute, there wasn't that much words, but I I got the story, man. It was awesome. I mean, you did a really me, good job, Frankie, on that. When me and me and Matthew sat down, and I told yeah. Matthew, I said, Matthew, first and foremost, I said, I'm going to tell you that, you know, the experience that we had with um with this baby. Here's the other. I'll show you the other version, the hardcover copy. Okay. which is very rare, of, of Robot God Akamatsu. Wow, yeah. The, the experience that we had with this, I cannot even tell you how... When, when First off, my partner was James Biggie. Okay. And and James Biggie currently, I think he, I don't know currently, well, maybe he is. He did a lot of stuff. He does a lot of covers for IDW now. Oh, okay. But when we first came with this idea, we were just two fanboys who just wanted to create a comic. Yeah. That was it. It was like we said, I remember we were working at an agency and James worked there full time. I was freelance. I did a lot of freelance work there. And we got in a conversation and James was hardcore into Transformers. He loved oh, Transformers. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I love Transformers, but I'm more, you know, I love the more super robot ones where people yeah. climb in the heads, operate the robot. Yeah. But I said, we got a common ground. I love the Transformers. I love the G1 stuff. Yeah. So we got in a conversation and James was like, yeah, man, you know, it's like, um, he's like, Frank, would you want to read my Batman story? So I said, I guess I said, sure. So I read his Batman story. And I remember coming back and I said, this is pretty good. But I said, James, I don't understand if you love Transformers or robots, why are you doing a Batman story? <laughs> That's a good question. That was my whole thing. I said, I said, there's a dozen, hundreds, thousands yeah, of people writing a Batman story. 60 years worth of those, right? <laughs> I said, I said, why don't you try to just do something different? Maybe something yeah. with giant robots or something. Yeah. And, then, and then we started laughing and I said, hey, <laughs> excuse me, I said, what if we do something about super robots? Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I always feel like I'm that person in the room. I'm either the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'm that crazy idea person. Like the person <laughs> yelling crazy ideas just to see what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Just to spark something. And I said, hey, right. super robots. And we started laughing. I said, yeah, imagine a world <laughs> with super robots. And then it's a world, but there's regular robots too. But, yeah. you know, but these super robots are more enhanced than they are. And then they're battling stuff. And it was just crazy. It was all over the place. Yeah, but from yeah. that concept, from that weird idea, this came. Yeah. I remember James came back and he said something. He came with the title. He said, Robot God Akamatsu. And I said, ooh. And then I said, and then I was like, well, it could be a combiner. And so we started, We I started, I did some designs. That's how immediately I started working on design and stuff. And then we bounced back and forth and finally we came with stories. And we started working on it. So this is pre before anything went out to market. We yeah. started working on it, coming up with pages and stuff. Now, the total pages that we have done are 150. Oh, wow. Black and white. Wow. How it looks. This is actually all a lot of pencil, mixture of pencil and ink. Wow, that's awesome, man. So, let's see. And when did you release this? This was in 2013. What happened was 2012, we did stuff. Uh -huh. Now, me, me, and, me and James, we work in advertising. Uh -huh. So we learned a lot from advertising. Marketing is everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to strategize when you market. Right, right. That's something that's in that's in that's in it's just in, ingrained in both of us. Yeah. Um, we practice the art of guerrilla marketing, mm -hmm. which is if you don't have a lot of money, you do guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla yeah, marketing absolutely. is a strategy. You go out, you you sort of you plant seeds. Yep. People start asking questions. What is it? Yeah. And then you yeah. start you start slowly piecemealing stuff out to the audience to build up more interest. 
yeah. So in 2012, that's what we were doing. We were sort of piecemealing stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Gently talking about it. You know, as with if I'm if, if James talking about Transformers, somewhere Robot God Akamasu pops in. Yeah. Uh, there's a there, I forgot what the term it is, what they call it in advertising, but it's a way in which you you're you're um it's subliminally where you're you're laying down. So it's mm-hmm. almost like if I if I had a character who has claws. Yeah. I'll I'll talk to you about Wolverine, but then somewhere in the line I'll I'll interject. Yeah. What the character <laughs> is. It's very subtle, yeah, it's very quick, but yeah. it, it'll stay in your mind because you'll mm-hmm. be in the back of your mind going, Oh. Oh yeah, that character with the claws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you and, and when you think of my character, you'll think of Wolverine. Yeah. So yeah. clearly, so clearly, my character must be really good because it's in connection to Wolverine in a weird exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a that's a tool. That's one of the tools of marketing. Yeah. So anyway, 2012, we're blowing up. I mean, mm-hmm. people are talking about Facebook. Yeah. Um, we're getting people asking what's this about. We come across a publisher contacts us called Zetabella Publishing. Oh, cool. They're located in Canada. They contact us. Um, I want to publish you guys. Oh, like, wow. Whoa. <laughs> now, mind you, again, we were never in the mindset yeah. of business, right? which is the downfall of many creators out there. Yeah. Because, yes, it's fun to create. I'm going to tell you that. It is amazing. I love creating. I would rather yeah. sit at my table and draw, 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 create, 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 create. But this is business. Yeah, yeah. That is the, the the hard core reality. This is yeah. business. As soon as you start asking people for money, yeah, you've entered the business realm. <laughs> oh, oh, like, like Twilight that. Zone. Like the Twilight just Zone. Like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a business zone. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me just show yeah. water. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, please. Yeah. So mm, once you enter that realm, and you should be conscious of that realm. Yeah, yeah. But especially when you start going out there and you start talking about your um whatever your your product is. Yeah, yeah. You should be very conscious because now people are going to be asking for it. Yeah. And now what do you do? Yeah. And so once that publisher, Zetabella, came in the picture in late, maybe mid-2012 into late, things things started at, originally things were like maybe we were driving 30 miles per hour. It shot up to like 70. Yeah. <laughs> and it kept accelerating. <laughs> and we weren't ready for it. Yeah, yeah. We just weren't. We weren't yeah. prepared mentally we didn't have a strategy we didn't have a business plan right yeah and we just sort of went with the flow mm-hmm. and i mean we were interviewed we had interviews across the seas i'm talking we reached overseas with our stuff that's we that's being still a pretty amazing experience man. we we had a person who came to we went to cons we had a person who came to a con built a suit oh wow <laughs> yeah a woman a woman by the name of connie yeah. connie if you're out there hopefully you hear this <laughs> Thank you so much. She came and surprised us. She built an actual cosplay. Oh wow! Of, R- of RGA the robot. I mean, that's so cool. We man. had we had so many people that were behind us, and it was overwhelming. We were yeah. prepared, and so when finally when the graphic novel dropped, which we, which we called Volume One, yeah, um, we had we had a lot of play. A lot of people loved it, but then came where's Volume Two, mm. and then uh, and that's when. Things went downhill. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And that's the reality. That the, the thing was yeah. that we did not plan. Uh mm-hmm. personal things started coming into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I tell people I'm a working artist. I don't stop being a working artist. Yeah. To survive, I have to go out and make money. Yeah. To, you know, especially now I'm, ma- I'm married too. I can't, yeah. I have to justify, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta make money. Yeah. James has to make money. Yeah. You know, and so uh 
there was no way we had yeah. no time we we had no production we didn't have a productive schedule for volume two we had none of yeah. that and um and then things just started going with our relationship yeah we started when we first came together we started mm. getting far farther away yeah and yeah. eventually eventually it failed yeah and so in the breath of say from 2012 into say 2014 mm -hmm. that was the end wow yeah so we got to ride a wave but i think yeah. that my feeling with um with codgers and cowboys and i had this talk with matthew who is my yeah. you know co-creator was that this is a redemption for me yeah yeah because i don't like to fail i don't know about anybody else out there yeah but yeah i am competitive yeah yeah you know i i am competitive like i i i'm competitive in a sense where you know, if somebody does something and really well, then I'll shake their hand and be like, wow, yeah. you did you did amazing. Yeah. Um, and I learned from it. But also I want to win. Yeah. You know, I don't and and to win, I, I have to make sure that I have everything in place, the tools. And that's the yeah. long conversation I had with Matthew. I said, I learned a lot from this. Now, yeah. me, me and Matthew's relationship is and I keep telling him that he needs to watch the um, documentary about the Ninja Turtles. Mm. The name is escaping me. Oh, but it's I'll tell anyone out there if you see this, there's a documentary about the Ninja Turtles. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully if anybody wants to post this out there, people can put the links. Even yeah. If I find it, I'll put the I'll even post a link in it. Yeah. But what yeah. it was was that it showed the insight of how these guys relationship. Mm. And I remember like Peter Laird was older yeah. than Kevin Eastman. Kevin mm -hmm. Eastman, very young, a lot of energy, a lot of fire. <laughs> and I think the way Peter Laird was was that he was the more of the um he was more of the, the, the what's the word? I hope I pronounce it right. And please correct me. The yeah. conscience, the conscientious. Conscientiousness? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was that voice, which you need. Yeah. You need to have that voice or the, or I say the devil's advocate voice. Yeah, yeah. In the room with you. Yeah. Because when you're in that moment, when you all the voices are all talking about all the pros. Yeah. You need to have that voice that says the cons. Yeah. Because that's because there are going to be cons, right? You yeah. Know, so if somebody's sitting in the room and they're like, "Well, we're going to have we got the best comic book ever," and we're <laughs> like, you know, our campaign is going to be gangbuster. Yeah. We're going to make all this money, and they just they're just on this high. They're talking <laughs> like they're at you know WWF back in the day. They're on this they're on this level. Well, where's the voice that looks yeah. at you and say, "Well, what if it doesn't happen?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if this goes wrong? Yeah. What about what this? if that goes yeah. wrong? Yeah. You know, that that voice is so necessary because yeah. that's the reality check. Yep. That's the voice that's going to help you to have just a little bit of power. I'm not saying you need to have a lot of paranoia. My mom always yeah. said a little paranoia don't hurt anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You don't sure. you don't you don't want to be It'd too be paranoid. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Just like any you see an animal. It's so funny. Yeah. I love watching and when back in the day, animal shows on Channel yeah. 2, PBS staff, <laughs> Wild, Wild World of Animals and all this stuff. Yeah. And you would always see how cats. Yeah. <laughs> Even to this day, we have a we have a, a fur baby and she was always watching because she wants to stay alive. Yeah. Even yeah. though she's domesticated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we take care of her, she's always aware. And I'm like, yeah. these things exist in human beings as well. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like a lot of human beings kind of push it down. Yeah, yeah. And you You're... need to have this. You need to have this thing inside just early one, the spider. If yeah. we're gonna be comic book, the spider sense that's yeah. tingling, where if you're starting to say all this. Stuff like, oh my god, we're gonna do it. Oh my god, we're gonna get so many people. Oh, people are gonna love our book. Yeah, and you start talking all these weird talks like that. <laughs> the spider sense just start tingling, saying, yeah. Well, what if they don't? What if they don't yeah. get this? Exactly, yeah. You know, because what it does is it just keeps you in the, re the, the reality check realm so that yeah. 
if things don't go that that good, right. then you can go, well, you know, what did I learn from this? Exactly. Yeah. And that's instead the point. Of, what did I learn of, from this? Instead of falling to instead of being the other person who falls to their knees and rolls underneath their desk and they're just like, I don't want to come out now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what happens. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we see a lot of people who who might have had a great concept, mm-hmm. but then it just fails. It yeah. fails at the crowdfunding stage. And then we don't hear anything else from them. Yep. And that's the that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Because you, you need to understand that to do this kind of thing, yeah, you need to have a strategy. Yeah. You need to have a plan. Yeah. You need to have production schedule. That was one of the things I told Matthew, which again, he was so he's new to this. And I was trying to express to him. I said, Matthew, I said, production. He said, What's that? I said, production. Mm-hmm. Production exists in everything, film, yeah, TV, video games. See, people, I think one of the things about it that many people look at, they enjoy the sausage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they would never have an understanding of how the sausage is made. They would probably no. lose their mind. If yeah, they yeah. They'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> what the? Oh, and, you know, they would just, they'll just freak out because they, they'll be like, oh my God, what you mean? This is work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the thing about with comic books um, for years is that many people sort of just, they just accept the comic book. And I get it. You know, yeah. you're a customer. I mean, why mm-hmm. should you really care about how the sausage are made? It's only those people who dare to, push beyond <laughs> the, the the consumer and yeah. they, they they out of curiosity they go yeah. oh i want to learn a little bit more about this but it's you know but most people just want to get the comic book it looks nice yeah. the words look good i read it, it fits, yeah, okay boom and that's it give yeah. me more give me more but if you're gonna walk on this other side of this yeah and become a sausage maker yeah then you got to understand that this is a lot yeah. of work and Absolutely. so you need a production schedule yeah and the production schedule is something that you establish Mm-hmm. So that it keeps you, the writer, the team, whoever you got, yeah, it keeps everyone in check. Yeah, it, it helps protect everyone um, as they're working on this thing. Yeah, so that everyone has time. So when I say production schedule, I say factor in sick days. Factor in, I mean, no one knows when you're gonna get sick. Those sick days are there for yeah. when whatever happens. You get sick. You got a wedding to go to. Yeah, you just whatever. Maybe it's just a day you're just the creativity is not kicking in. So you have your yeah. sick days, then you have your actual work schedule, then you have yeah. your work day schedule, and then you have the editing phase. Yeah. So because that may happen. Yeah, that's a, absolutely. That's a strong possibility. <laughs> absolutely. The editing may come. So yeah. you factor in all that time. Now, who knows what time that takes? Usually for us, we've established a three month a three month period. Okay. For books. Yeah. So per each book we do, we give three months. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I first told Matthew that his eyes got wide. Oh my God. Cause he cause he because to him he sounded like a lot. Yeah, three yeah. Mo- three months is nothing. Yeah, yeah. Three months is nothing. Think about films. Yeah. Movies, yeah. Six months to a year. Yeah. TV shows. I mean, you know, even even some of the mainstream comic books or comics, whatever, some of them could be even longer than that. Yeah. You know, you, if you truly believe in what you what you have as a product, right. you want to give as much time as possible for yeah. that to be the best that you put out, especially yeah. in this market. I yeah, mean, look yeah. at the amount, look at the amount of comic books that are coming out. Indie, so much. indie comic books. So I mean, right now stuff. more than ever before, right? Because oh, yeah. it's not easy, but the availability to create your own comic book is there. Oh, so anybody yes. that wants to do it, right? You got publishers that will do small yes. runs it's yes in a sense it's easy right we know it's not easy because it's a lot of yes. work yes but anybody could do it really yes. now which on one side is great right because we're getting all these amazing yes. stories that yes. you wouldn't get out of you know the big two right because they have yes. canon they got all this that they have sure, to kind sure. of follow so indy is bringing forth these stories that are just absolutely incredible 
And because of that, there's a lot of content out there. So yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. It's just, it's yes. mind boggling how much it's is a, out. It's, it's a gold rush. It is. It is. It's a gold rush. But with that said, yeah, many gold rush, many gold miners that went out there didn't get gold. Get gold. <laughs> That's yeah. a reality check. That's they a reality a check. Lot. Many yeah. of them went out there. Many yeah. of them unfortunately lost their lives. Yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah. they didn't. They because they didn't plan. Yeah, yeah. Because they did. Because they didn't do their research. Yeah. Because they didn't take the time to just be, just breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah. Learn every yeah. single day. The times when I'm working on my comic book, I'm 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 anytime I view online, yeah, like, because because of my background working in advertising, yeah, it's it's schools open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning from you, yeah. I'm learning from Pete. I'm learning from the people who I admire who are doing something like the way you're you're talking, how we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking up nuances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I you you learn how so if I if I do another interview, what else yeah. do I learn? Do I learn from yeah. ranting too much? You you have to constantly be picking up as yeah. much information as you can. And it, yeah, and it's absolutely. not always gonna be something where because sometimes I'll have people and they DM me. Yeah, complete strangers DM me and they'll be asking for these secrets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, and I don't know if you probably experienced that. Where you've had people ask you for the magic pill, the magic yeah. secret, or whatever. And I'm like, and I'm just I just took the last them. one. I'm so sorry, man. We're all yeah. out of magic pills. <laughs> I, 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 I'm straight up with them. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be straight up honest with you, like how I was schooled. Yeah, and I'm actually nicer. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually nicer because the people that schooled me, I didn't have the computer. Yeah, I exactly. was face to face. Like somebody's like, your stuff sucks. It's whack. Yeah. <laughs> and you just sit there with a smile on your face like ah. <laughs> you know you know it's like but and, and to me i love that yeah yeah i love that the whole like personal connect yeah, you know, yeah. Talk, look somebody in the eye and they're just like <laughs> laying it out to you and whatever because i feel that's like, how we that's, grew up man that's, that's the how only we grew up got that feedback <laughs> yeah that was genuine that that to me was like raw it was in your face and then you you learn you you communicate yeah. but i get these people who contact me and i'm like hey man you know well, are you out online? I'll ask one other, are you are you online? Are you posting your work? And when I say yeah. post your work, I'm not saying, excuse me, I'm not saying uh, just sketches or yeah, rough yeah. sketches or just your concepts. I'm saying, are you posting finished yeah. final artwork that looks really the, the best that you can put out? Right, right. Is that what you're doing? Because if I look at your stuff and I go on there and I see you just cat images or you know <laughs> everything other than your artwork then you're already telling me a story yeah yeah exactly you have to understand that in this world that we live in yeah because i remember when i was working when i had to take my portfolio in the agencies and stuff like that mm -hmm. people always said i was always get these one they said frank you gotta understand that the art industry isn't that big yeah and i go huh what are you talking about they're like well people get around yeah and and you project an image mm-hmm and yeah, is it right or wrong if people judge you? Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. I can't answer that question, but I will tell yeah. you that it does happen. <laughs> it does happen. Absolutely. 100%. Because because we as people, we yeah. we we see, you know, mm -hmm. you you put out something, people will see it. Yeah. And now that could possibly dictate how yeah. they view you from yeah. then on. And you have to be aware of that. Yeah, so yeah. if I'm posting stuff online, um, that doesn't show a good light. Yeah. Then what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't you can't really be that shocked, yeah. right? Really? Yeah. You know? exactly. So I just I tell to any artisans out there, or even writers or creative folks out there, just be conscious of that. Yeah. You yeah. know, this isn't about this isn't about somebody telling you what you can't do. 
Right. You should, you know, it's about you sitting there breathing. Yeah. And and asking a question, what yeah, what am I putting out there to this world? Yeah. What am I suggesting to people that I'm mm-hmm. about? What yeah. am I trying to make? If you're an artist, then why why am I not seeing finished artwork? The yeah. best of your best. Yeah. You know, and That's I'm not just point. saying, and I'm not just saying if you want to be in comic books and you need to be putting sequential pages out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not just headshots. Yeah, exactly. Not just poses. Yeah. If you really, if you really want to, you know, whatever it is, then you should be showing the best foot. If I was a mechanic, then if I I'd be doing videos of me working yeah. on vehicles. Exactly. You would be you'd be you'd be seeing me working on you know, engines and yeah. driving vehicles and just talking about it. And then occasionally I'll be like, yeah, here's me chilling at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> you know, but, but that would be my main thing. I would want yeah. people to, to embrace the fact that, yeah, this, this person's hardcore into this. This is yeah. their life. This is their story. This yeah. is their narrative. So exactly. I would say be conscious of your narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good. A lot of wisdom, Mr. Frankie. A lot of wisdom, man. There's a lot out there for all of us. I like yeah. I said, I, I I I'm somebody who's constantly watching other people and I'm always yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Frankie, let, let's mm. talk a little bit about Kaijus and Cowboy. So we had okay. the the issue zero, which was yep. a teaser. We had issue yep. one, which was a successful Kickstarter. Yeah, there yep. it is. Yeah, there it goes. And then we have issue two, which you gave me a little bit of a teaser yes, on. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. So when when can we see issue two, my friend? Like a complete well, the, issue two. Well, technically, the April campaign that came out was yep. for issue two. Oh, okay. I missed that, man. I, I wish I would have been part of that. Well, well, what I'll do is I'll I'll be very nice and I'll send you. I'll send you. <laughs> I'll pay PDF. for it, man. I don't, I don't want nothing free, man. I, I will pay for. Well, my... well, 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 what I'll do then, if that's I just the case, need your they'll... signature on it, Frankie. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the way we do it. So here's the thing. Yeah. Then I would say this. Then, if you want yep. that, then I su- then I would suggest wait for the August. Okay, August. And well, August is for the, the August is gonna be for issue three. Three. But you'll also be able to get issues one and two. Yeah, yeah. I can do the add-ons, so, right? That yeah, way. So so exactly. So because th- that's what happened was we sat down and we wanted to strategize. We said, yeah. we said, look, we want to make sure that first off, we want to be able to have the book. So the books are technically done. Yeah. I'm up to, I just finished wrapping up. Well, I got a color, issue six. Oh wow. So you guys are yeah. really good. So shape. we're we yeah. wanted to make sure that we were way ahead of the curve because I'm also working on other stuff. I mean, Pete, yeah. for yeah. Pete, I'm doing King Cryptid issue six. Yeah. And then I'm doing commissions and stuff. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, one of the things I learned about advertising, but you don't want a backlog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. want to be caught up in a backlog where you're just, oh, my God, I'm freaking out and whatever. And you can't <laughs> and you start. Hey, I can't do this and that. No, 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 no. You yeah. want to be able to have that breathing room. Right. So we started working on a ton of stuff beforehand. Yeah. And. The, the the campaign that came out in April was for issue two, but then you had the option for getting issue one. Okay. Perfect. As well. And so again, with each campaign, we're learning new ways on how we want yeah. to try to do the, each campaign. Nice. We start our campaigns out because we had people come they were like, well, why why you guys only start out at 2000, 2K? Well, that's our honey spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I don't we think people that, realize how expensive it is to make a comic book either. Well, it's, paper, it's expensive. Art. But you, but you also have to be realistic to yeah. your fandom, to the base that you're building, which yeah. who we call writers. That's our, yeah. our terminology. So yeah. if you if you come along with us, you you are now a writer. Yeah, <laughs> writing along on this journey. Yeah, yeah. And so the thing is, is that you know, uh, for anyone trying to start a a, mm-hmm. a comic book, mm-hmm. you know, like Cards of Cowboys. Yeah, we we started this back in 2020. 
Oh wow. So think so think about like now we're at 2023 and we just yeah. put out issue two. Yeah. We our ground game started back in 2020. Yeah, yeah. I want people to understand that I, I was online. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm on TikTok, I'm on just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. But also while also talking about other stuff that we're in the Kaju community. Yeah. And the giant robot community. Yeah. And yeah. then the combo community. You're right. You know, we we had already started a plan where we were already going into the, the genre market of giant monsters and giant, you know, robots and, and that kind of stuff and whatever. So there was a ground plan already yeah. established, which most people have to have. Yeah. yeah. So that when we so that when we put the book out, then we saw our numbers like yeah. the, this. This first book, actually, surprisingly. Issue zero, mm-hmm. we, we actually made close to it, it, it. We literally were a hair's breadth away from making four grand. Wow, wow! And then what happened was, um, the next year for issue one, which was last year, Matthew came and he said, "Oh, Frank, you know, I want to try something different." I said, "Okay." So we because we, we were on Kickstarter, yeah. And I was like, "Okay." I, I said, "I, you know, I don't know. I, I think we should stay on Kickstarter or whatever. That's where we're, we're at." But he was like, "No, I want to try this this new one called Zoop." Mm. And so I said. Okay, do you want to try Zoop? Because he was like, "Oh, yeah," because they said that they'll 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 do the uh, fulfillment. That was that's oh, okay. Zoop's whole thing. Like they said, yeah. they'll do the fulfillment. The surprise was that Matthew didn't sign the contract to do fulfillment. Oh no! <laughs> so at the end of it, we learned that we yeah. still he had to still fulfillment. Like Matthew does the fulfillment. Yeah, I, I technically take care of pretty much the marketing, doing yeah. a lot of stuff online, that whole stuff, and then I also do commissions and stuff like that. And then I send yeah. everything to him. Yeah. So that's that's how we have our work thing. So anyway, but what happened was um, what we learned on Zoop. Now, Zoop is a is a, is a pretty good uh, platform. Uh-huh. It is definitely not um, a, a brand like Kickstarter or yeah. Indiegogo mm-hmm. uh, because they're the, they're the new kids on the block. Yeah. For me, for us, um, it was a struggle on yeah. Zoop. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was a. It was a struggle. Um, just because we weren't, we're not as known. Yeah. I think that if you are a well known creator yeah and you yeah. and i mean known like you've done books that have that people can really be like hey you, yeah. you did that for batman or you did this that level of stuff i think you're going to do very well yeah yeah i think that on zoop you go on zoop you let them do your fulfillment gangbuster you're going to do i think you're going to do very well if you're somebody who doesn't have a, a, a very strong fan base mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 in for a fight yeah if yeah. you can make it over the finish line then kudos yeah. to you yeah. but you're going to be in for a fight um so we learned an important lesson mm-hmm. so we yeah. made it we inched over the line with zoom yeah. um it, it was a, it was a hard battle yeah so that's why we decided to go back with um yeah. kickstarter now with mm-hmm. kickstarter we said our honey spot start off will be 2000 yeah. yeah now if we get more people that's that's ice ice yeah. gonna cake right but regardless of what we just have to make the 2000 yeah which surprisingly we did in like um I feel like it was like a day or two days. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Which was a great congratulations. Feeling. That's but, beautiful. But that but that's all based off of the ground game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is all, this is all based off of people us yeah. going out there talking about it, engaging. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love engaging people online. I love talking with them. People have questions. I love to communicate with them. Yeah. Learn learn stuff about it. And, you know, and, and I feel like as each issue is sort of piecemealed out. Yeah. Engagement's gonna keep growing. So sure. I love Absolutely. I love this whole sense of organic growth. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not in it for 
you know, the whole big numbers. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Oh, it made it. I mean, if it did, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be, I'd be terrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if suddenly, if we had like, you know, six figures. Yeah, it yeah. Would, it, it, I, my heart would be pounding. I wouldn't even. <laughs> that'd be a level that's I, I'd be terrified of. Yeah, yeah. Because now it's a whole nother level that you're dealing uh, with. I love the, the slow pacing. Yeah. Of yeah. organic growth. Yeah. Um, and, More and sustainable, same, I think, that way too, right? The, the whole point, I remember having a conversation with Matthew and I said, Matthew, I want Codgers and Cowboys to be something that yeah. um, that people experience what I experienced with Shogun Warriors and the Marvel yeah. Godzilla and anything yeah, thereafter. Yeah. I mm-hmm. said, I want it to be something that's ingrained within yeah. the consciousness of the people. And in turn, they pass that addiction on to someone else. Exactly, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking yeah. for what I, I imagine Stan Lee yeah. Um, did back in when they were getting Marvel going. Again. Sure, absolutely, yeah. When it was like, let's put something out. Um, yep. Let's see how people, you know, if it, if it gets into them, if they like it or not. Yeah. And, and people have to remember that Marvel put out a ton of stuff. Yeah. Before they were like, yeah, hey, let's do it against the wall. I mean, X Men flopped, I believe, when it first yeah. came out. Yeah, and wow. then yeah. and then it took. So so it's like, put something out. Yeah. Have a message. Let it get into the psyche of people, and then we just build yeah. from that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I it, it, if seventy people like a comic, yeah, <laughs> pat on the back, exactly. Yeah. You know, then we'll see how the next one, right, and, right, and so on and so forth, and and you build from there. Yeah. So I mean, with Cards and Cowboys, pretty much, we'll we'll go through it. The story, Cards and Cowboys is actually a story um, that's built off of a previous story that me and Matthew did, mm. um, and and actually, what's going to be funny is that the people who end up who ended up doing the campaign for the past one, April, mm-hmm. we decided to take the stories, the black and white stories, one of the stories, or two one of the stories, actually appeared in, it came out on a Wednesday. Oh, wow. Comics. So, yeah, so Kaiser Cowboys. What issue was that one, um, Frankie? Oh, off the top of my head. Oh, boy. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. The name of the story was called Team KS1. Okay, Team KS1. Okay. And um, I'll, I'll, if I can find the um the issue... The, the thing I'll, I'll shoot it to you the, the, Sweet. which one it was but yeah. um i don't know it might be out of print too yeah yeah some of them <laughs> but, but, are yeah yeah but but the thing about it was that we me and um matthew did the story it was called team ks1 so but it was the, the past it yeah. was the past for codgers and cowboys oh okay so when it dealt with um armored i don't know if you remember the show you probably do centaurians Oh, yeah, yeah. So think of Centaurians meets uh, and humanoids. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so it was like that. It was sort of like yeah. a story where you had armored fighters, human, yeah. humanoid armored fighters in these yeah. specialized suits, and they battle giant kajus. These yeah. uh, these kajus are coming from space. Yeah. They're attacking Earth. And, and it's definitely a future Earth, but yeah. not too crazy in the future. But they have, yeah. like, suits and stuff, and they're fighting these kajus, and we don't know where these kajus are coming from. Yeah. So now we come to... Codgers and Cowboys. Yeah. Codgers and Cowboys is now the point where humanity is in its massive giant arc. Mm. They find a new world, a gigantic uh-huh. world. Um, unfortunately, this world is inhabited by Codgers. Codgers, yeah. And so they're like, hey, we need a home. So we're going to terraform regardless. <laughs> so this 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 massive arc yeah. is controlled by this AI system called Father Mind. Mm. And Father Mind technically yeah. watches over the Ark, and the Ark is, has the last remnants of humanity. So you have all these human beings yeah. who are in cryo sleep, and the robots are sent down to the planet to terraform it. Yeah. Now, when they go down to, to terraform it, lo and behold, they're being attacked by these kajus. Now, 
as a way to protect the uh the the robots that are terraforming, the hunter bots are created. Yeah. And Bwin, the bot with no name, is one of these hunter bots. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so he's one of the hunter. Now, one of the funny things about Kaiser and Cowboys is that when we created first when, when the name came, we just loved the name. The name just rolled off the lips. Because that's <laughs> in marketing, in marketing, that's one of the key things. Yeah, for when sure. You develop a title for something, you want something that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> X-Men, you know, yeah. think of something that rolls off your lips. So it's not too that that immediately someone could just say it and they'll yeah. go, Oh, I get it. Yeah. Or they think they get it. You know, it's like East meets West. Yeah, exactly. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and so Cowboys, I want people to understand that Cowboys, when we use, even though B-Win clearly looks like a Cowboy. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're focusing on the whole, uh, what's the, how can I phrase it? The, the what it means to be a Cowboy. Mm-hmm. So it's not based on more so, and even though we do have Western kind of feelings, to yeah, it, yeah, it's it's almost like Mandalorian. That'd be a good example. Yeah, yeah, almost like I mean? a, a loner hero. That's how I saw it. But 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 see how Mandalorian, uh-huh. like a lot of people aren't dressing up in Western gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has a Western feel. For sure, yeah. That's absolutely. that's the point I'm trying to make, and I can't yeah. find the, the right words for it. Yeah. But Bwin is definitely a a a Western. He is a trope. Yep. Of that Western <laughs> thing, but. Hunter bots come in many different ways. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's a little thing I can say. And you actually will in issue two yeah. come across some hunter bots. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So other ones. So one of the things about it is that the hunter bots is in the, uh, sent out. Uh-huh. They technically their main mission is to hunt down and you know destroy kajus. Yeah. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Yeah. Now <laughs> the story itself, um, the overview of the story. We we were pushing because because Matthew said, "Hey Frank, I, I feel like I can tell the story. Mm-hmm. This initial story is twelve issues." Okay. So technically, in this twelve issue arc, we're going to be able to take people on this journey that's yeah. going to lead to something. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, once we complete the twelve issues, then it just leaves it open. Yeah. We can, you know, we could either backtrack to Team KS One, mm-hmm. or we can backtrack to other stories that sort of yeah. connect into the earlier stuff. Of right, right. Like B-Win, Doc, yeah. any of the other characters and such yeah. like that. That's awesome, man. But but we wanted to tell but we wanted to tell a story yeah. of just pure escapism. Yeah. I, I definitely, to, definitely nailed that. I wanted to remind people yeah. of the of the Bronze Age. Yeah. Um that I think that's pretty much a nutshell. I wanted to remind yeah. people that we could have covers where the covers give almost a teaser. Yeah, yeah. happen in the side. That's another. <laughs> that's another thing that I that I wanted to do was if yeah. you look at every cover, mm-hmm. it is a teaser. Yeah. Of what's going to happen inside. Yeah. Many yeah. covers. I think even Pete. I think Pete showed some previews for the new King Cryptid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. He did. And yeah. one of the cool things someone called out was that um, Pete's actually putting dialogue on the covers. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and, I, and I'm like, you. I told, <laughs> I totally want to do that. So I, I may be jumping on Jeffrey, dump, jumping on uh, Matthew on that one. Yeah, because yeah. I think that we're at a stage right now. Yeah, where I think people are are wanting to see a, a, a sense of nostalgia. Yeah, for sure. Now, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying that we need to go back to how books were back then. Yeah, but it's almost like take a hint. Yeah. Of what they were doing back in the Bronze Age, yeah. But then bring it with some of the flair that we have today. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You do get what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah that, you're seeing that, that in movies like all the time, man. These remakes oh, yeah. of old 90s. I mean, yes. look at Little Mermaid, right? That's a remake yeah. and it has a more modern feel to it. I think people are wanting that right now, right? They, well, they well, want to have that, that nostalgia. But like you said, that more up-to-date story within that nostalgia. They want to be able to bring both those things together. You're seeing some of these movies and shows. Oh, there was one that came out in the name is escaping me. Where they're filming, even the style of films. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to get that '70s. Yeah, yeah. That '70s uh, grindhouse. <laughs> you know, you're, you're starting to yeah. see that that kind of stuff. Even if you look at um, John Wick. Yeah, yeah. That has a feeling. Yeah. Of that early, you know, '80s, '70s, '80s kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, so they are. You're seeing people who are, are definitely putting an image, yeah. even with the. I'll tell you one thing. With the new Godzilla, I love the new Godzilla stuff. Yeah. And when I grew up, I, I'm a huge fan of what they call the Showa era. The Showa era Godzillas were the Godzilla films from, say, the, the 60s and the 70s, mm-hmm. where Godzilla, Godzilla destroy all monsters. He's fighting all the different monsters and all that kind of stuff. And that kind of feeling where they were like, you know, there was a level, some levels of seriousness, but yeah. not a lot of seriousness. But, you you know, there were some points where people died. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, wow. But then, you know, and then it, you know, there was scenes of violence and stuff like that. But there still was a hokiness to it. Yeah, yeah, Godzilla versus the smog monster. And yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, one of the things about it, like the new Godzilla versus Kong movie. Yeah, if you watch that movie, that was that was they were definitely harping on that era of filming. Yeah, I mean, where they didn't explain, like, wow, how did technology advance to the point yeah. to make Mecha Godzilla? They yeah. totally did just, and it was a, it was amazing. Yeah, because you didn't question it; you just yeah. accepted it. Like in those early, early movies of Godzilla, yeah. they were like, "Oh, these space people from the black hole are coming <laughs> to Earth with the Mecha Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla." It's like, wow, there was no sense of you didn't even need to explain anything. Yeah, it yeah. was just, it was just cool. It was almost <laughs> like when I used to watch. Mar- I love martial arts movies. I don't know if you love martial arts movies. Yeah, yeah. For All sure. right, do you remember? You remember the Shaw Brothers? Oh yeah, of right, course. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. Right on. Here we go. Let me put this yeah. down. Woo! All right. So you remember um Five Deadly Venom? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how I, you don't know how it's been a I long grew. time to be honest, Frankie. Dude, but man, I grew up watching if, that. Stuff. If I had money, honestly, if I was a wealthy person and people were talking about stuff to redo over, oh like yeah, there's, uh, not even up redo, but just remake or redo. Yeah. Five Deadly Venoms would be on the top top of that <laughs> it's just the fact that you had these guys who had martial arts skills yeah where they trained and then they're almost superhuman level <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it was like animals like like you had the character toad whose yeah. skin was like as hard as steel yeah. but his only weakness was his ears ears and yeah. i knew when his ears got ripped <laughs> off he lost his power i'm like dude that was insane yeah there was yeah. no you didn't you didn't even have to overanalyze anything it wasn't yeah. like well you know um theoretically the human skin doesn't get tougher. You know, it's like electrolytes <laughs> going through the butt. No, 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 no. Uh, I just want to see a dude yeah. with armored skin. And like the guy, <laughs> there was a guy named Lizard. Yeah he, yeah. he did the lizard technique where he could <laughs> climb up walls, man. Yeah. We didn't explain. You didn't have no yeah. need to explain, like, yeah. you know, well, dude, dear, physics. Physically, <laughs> it's impossible for a human. No, dude, he climbs up walls. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and that and that's one of the things that I think that if we can bring that kind of flavor. Yeah. And sort of mix it into the formula. Some of the stuff today, yeah. we're gonna you're gonna have golden. It's just gonna be the golden moment yeah. right there. Yeah. You know, because again, comic books, 
Yeah. Just like anything else, it's entertainment. People have to remember that because yeah. for the longest time, I think the I see a lot of people out there and they're like, well, I'm putting out the best, my my perf- perfection. And I'm yeah. like, I sit there and I go, but I'm not perfect. I'm not. Yeah. But humans aren't perfect. I can't. This isn't. This isn't perfection. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna say that right now on this show. This isn't perfection. Yeah. This is passion. Yeah, exactly. Big difference. Let's 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 eliminate perfection and just put passion out. Exactly. And then and then see where it goes. People have to understand that. Yeah, you can sit there in your studio and you can you can feel like this is the greatest thing since sliced cheese and bacon yeah yeah i mean i can sit there all day i can stare <laughs> off and, and i can have grandiose feelings and talk or whatever but that yeah. doesn't mean squat if no one's yeah. buying it exactly exactly if the fan if the fandom isn't fair for you i mean yeah. let's be honest star wars wouldn't be great if the fandom didn't exist star exactly. trek wouldn't be great if the fandom yeah. didn't exist i mean let's uh, i'm gonna go on and on we yeah. wouldn't be watching another indiana jones yeah. If there wasn't a fandom yeah. that pushed it, because they were the ones who went to the theaters mm-hmm. and watched it and said, This is great. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing is, as any of us who are in this field are, are doing stuff like this, yeah. we have to take a step back and really understand that that greatness comes yeah. when people look at it and yeah. say, Okay, it's it's great. Like Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. I think Watchmen is great because I read it. Yeah, artwork's tremendous, yeah. and it's great because I I read it and saw that. Yeah, you know they they could have been saying that to themselves, but yeah. you know if it came out and it and it wasn't people didn't yeah. buy it. That's the end of it. <laughs> that's the end of it. You can that's it. your, it's over. to your dying to your dying day. You just be holding your, your copy, whatever that yeah. you got, and, you're like, <laughs> and with a sign on your head on your forehead, greatness. <laughs> yeah, I guess to yeah. you. Exactly. And you 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 don't want to be at that place. You just yeah. I I that's why I always feel also it's it's okay to have a little humble pie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have to, I have talks with Matthew a lot, and I said Matthew, I said one of the things about it is that we have to for ourselves is that we got to make sure that we're not putting this out like the WWF. Yeah, yeah. You know, wrestling is a different animal. Yeah. Than creating comics. Yeah, yeah. You know, comics should be passion. Yeah. It should be about me sitting here talking to you, looking yeah. to whoever's out there viewing yeah. it. Or if I'm at a con and I'm looking somebody in, in their eyes and going, I-, I believe in this. Yeah, yeah. And and if you 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 take a chance, you journey, yeah. you 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 become you saddle up. That's my term I love. Saddle up yeah. and, and and dare to ride with us, then maybe yeah. you too will enjoy the journey. This isn't this isn't um perfection by no means. Yeah. You know, but I'm not perfect. Yeah. I'm imperfect. That's Absolutely. what art art we to me are, yeah. art has always been imperfect to me. That's why I enjoy it. when I went to galleries or went to um museums or whatever. When I looked yeah. at that artwork, I would look for the imperfections. Yeah. The nice, the nice horse hair that's <laughs> that's in the painting. Yeah. In, yeah. In that glob of paint. You know, <laughs> when I when I, I collect artwork. Yeah. You know, when I collect artwork from artists. The little smudge. Yeah. The 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 ring, the coffee ring. Yeah. Telling me that there, there was a late night. Yeah. Yeah. That a human that a human being yeah. um might have been exhausted. Yeah. Hell, they may have what if they cut their finger and there's a little blood smear right there? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. That a little a little I I I had a spill a while ago. I had a, a, a not on all the artwork, but it's yeah. a little a little glob of of spill on, on the on the page. Mm-hmm. And I drew a little I drew a little caricature on it. Yeah. If somebody 
if I decide to ever sell that piece, somebody's going to have that. Yeah, yeah. That I drew this image and I put a date. I, I some scribbly words on it. <laughs> that's what it's about. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. That's the passion and love for yeah. this thing that we are putting out there. Yeah. This yeah. isn't about perfection. And if you go out there with that mentality of that you're that you're trying to sell perfection, then you know, then we'll be on to you, I suppose. I mean, you yeah. have to then, <laughs> and then you have to deal with whatever comes from that. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or lack thereof. Exactly. <laughs> because because the thing is that I think people are reaching a stage um with people who are reading comic books and collecting comic books or whatever. They're reaching that stage, I think, where they they want substance now. Yeah. I think yeah. we I think even I'm so happy that Pete's uh, is is doing long form, yeah, yeah. Uh, with with the books that he has at Alterner, um, because I felt that with long form uh, storytelling, you had a sense of loyalty. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. you know what I mean. It was one. Yeah. It was a team. Chris Claremont worked on um, X Men. Yeah, for how many how many oh. issues? How many years? Yeah. Long time. We 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 grew to know yeah. his writing style. John yeah. Byrne for me, I still have I have a couple of the um the visionary books that they put yeah. out, graph novels with John Byrne's Fantastic Four. Yeah, there was a there was a, a level of loyalty where I knew I picked that up and it was John Byrne. Yeah, somewhere yeah. it was him on, on there. Even in the story, the yeah. art, or maybe if a guest person came in, but still he was part of that. Yeah. And and I think that's where we sh we should be. I think that that's where we might be heading. Yeah, because I'm starting to see people much more getting into the investment of yeah. the people who are working on these things. Yeah, and and these people are putting out something that they're literally telling a story. Yeah, yeah, investing in the characters. Yeah. And then letting other people invest into it. Yeah. Amazing, Frankie. Man, you dropped a lot of knowledge today, man. A lot of wisdom, <laughs> my friend. It's been it's been so good, man. The oh passion, man. Can, I, 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 hey, hey, I'm gonna give you back your ear. <laughs> yeah, you can sense the passion, man. And I think that's what it's all about, right? Um, and when you Stanley's read it, you can see the passion because Stanley's detail, gone. Yeah, yeah. Stan Stan's gone, you know, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just no, no, it's just, okay, yeah. I, I want people to understand that Stanley, um, for whatever case, and, and I'm not gonna get into the other stuff with him and Jack Curry, but just saying yeah. overall, let's take Stan Lee. Yeah, Stanley was the ambassador, yeah, for all of us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For the whole comic book industry. Yeah, yeah. He was this guy that came out there and he yeah. told the rest of the world. Who could care less about this thing? Yeah, yeah. How wonderful it was. Yeah, yeah. And he's and he he was out there and he talked about it. He was passionate. Yep. And people out there who didn't know anything about it or even cared about it. Yeah. Some a few of them. And that's and when you look at it, there's trillions of people out there. Yeah, absolutely. Possibly trillions. And even if you got a million people that look that way and go, huh. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll go check that out. That's a million people, man. Yeah. Yeah. Think you got to think of the numbers in that, and that's what that man did. Yeah, yeah, that's what he did for all of us. Yeah, well, he's gone now. Yeah, so now you, whoever you are, just like me, yeah, we all have to go out there and we all have to try to follow that path that Stanley laid out. We all have to become ambassadors. Yeah, it can't 100%. just be, it can't be put on the shoulders of one person, it has yeah. to be all of us out there putting out our passion, our stories, our, the product yeah. um, that voices this thing in a positive light. Yeah, yeah. In a positive light. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and I think that Agreed. we all can, I think we all can do it. And it doesn't matter whatever your range of genre is. It yeah, yeah. Horror, it could be war yeah. comics, it could be uh, funny comics, it could be yeah. whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Hell, it could even be political. I mean, I remember yeah. underground comics. Yeah. You know, the stuff that um Crumb and all those other cats did. And I can I can tell you, I can I can read those even today. I have some of them. Yeah, yeah. So they were able to reach me too. I could I yeah. could pick those up and enjoy those just as much as I could pick up Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, that's yeah. that's what I'm hoping that the era that we can start moving toward. And then I think Great. that's when we'll start seeing um some amazing, really amazing stuff. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more, Frankie. Couldn't agree right. with you more, my friend. And that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I love it, man. So, you know, just to kind of close out, um, Frankie, right. right? We have our our uh, Kickstarter coming in August for issue three. Yes. We don't have I a tentative date yet. Yeah, okay. we don't have a tentative, no tentative date yet, which will yep. probably, you'll probably start seeing, because I post all the time on all yeah. the places, um, probably around, I spoke to Matthew, so I said roughly around July. It's got to be definitely okay. after our fulfillment. We're right okay. now in the fulfillment stage yep. for, for the April campaign. So yeah. we're getting stuff together so that we can start getting things out. And Matthew was telling me that hopefully, fingers crossed, by mid-July. Oh, good. Okay. We're hoping to get stuff out. So that's not a that's not a that's a pretty good nice little span. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. of time. So and then from there, that's when we'll we'll start picking up and we'll have a tentative date for Perfect. the August show. And that will be for issue three. Issue three. With with the option for those who might have missed any other ones for, yeah. for uh issue one and issue two. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then on top of that, right, we have mm-hmm. issue 20 of it came out on a Wednesday Ooh. and you did the cover art for that. Yes, issue. I did. Yeah. So I can't yes, wait I to did. get that. It's beautiful. Here, I'll show that again. Yeah, it's incredible. Yep. That is just a. An I'm excited to get it. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited to get it, man. That is incredible, man. It's beautiful. And uh, yeah, that will be coming out, I think, around the same time frame, right? July, yeah, I, August. I, I, I think so. I'm not. I think so. That, I remember talking to peak. Pete about it. Yeah. So. It's coming quick. I'm excited. I'm excited for that one. Um, yeah. man, I I can't wait. I'm very again. Kudos to Pete. Pete. Yeah. Um, he he came. He, he you know he came up and said that, and it was one of those things where and I and and, and the thing about Pete, I don't know if because we're from the Northeast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're very honest. Like I, if, yeah. if it, there's times when um people always uh, people laugh because they'll ask my wife they go well frank always looks happy and jovial and whatever and she's like uh-uh uh-uh <laughs> you know I, I i keep it real man and yeah, do yeah. i have a temper i don't I, i'm i'm a lot better now as i've, I've, I've gotten older when i was younger yeah. I, I was a very uh temperamental individual <laughs> but you know but now it, you know when i feel that if i feel that warm feeling come over me yeah yeah i take a moment i learn to pause um therapy helped me over the years yeah, when i <laughs> but um and 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 if I and I and I I will let people know and yeah. I, and 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 it's funny when I I remember talking with Pete about it and I said yeah man I said I, at first I wasn't sure I wanted to do it and whatever blah blah yeah. but I said thank you yeah I thank them and I think that's important people you know uh, there's times when somebody's gonna say something to you yeah. that you may just because your brain is processing it maybe different yeah. than what's coming out like what they're saying so you need to give yourself that pause yeah give absolutely. yourself a little pause a little breathing room for me it helps that I'm married yeah for sure <laughs> because absolutely. I see too many people and I, and I suggest anybody out there watching this um don't run to the internet yeah yeah <laughs> and <laughs> please please yeah. I'm sure you have people in your life yeah um that you can possibly call 
or um, talk to, or maybe meet up and talk to, and yeah, maybe absolutely. bounce stuff off with before you decide to yeah. share. <laughs> uh, back in the day, we call it, it's like to us, you, you don't share everything. You don't need yeah. to share everything. <laughs> don't open your window and holler out all your business. Yeah, yeah, my mom yeah, would say, exactly. put your business, my mom would say, put your business out on the street. <laughs> just, I would say, just be leery, you know, and I'm glad that I'm able to talk to my wife and also people yeah. Um, uh, if I ever feel that warmth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because because absolutely. we all do. Uh, you know, we all have those moments where we feel warm. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> the, heat, the temperature gets a little high. And, then, yeah. and, then you, and sometimes it's good to be able to talk to someone just to get that temperature yeah. down. Because you go, man, maybe I just heard that wrong. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then you come back and talk. And I'm so, my whole point is that I'm just very happy that I was able to tell Pete that I was very grateful for, for his yeah. suggestion. Because now... Uh, because of him, yeah. <laughs> I'm now doing a whole bunch of these. I'm really yeah. stoked. I even did a cover um, for a future issue of Kajus and Cowboys. Nice, nice. So, so it definitely has put a bug, and and also for the the the, the uh, King Cryptid one, and this yeah. one, this which one's is gonna incredible be too, man. This one's gonna be dropping next year. Yeah, I think, so that's amazing. Yeah, I know his Indiegogo will be this year, and then I don't know when fulfillment will be on issues. Yeah. Five through nine, he said. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, awesome. I, I, I personally think that those are going to become because um I worked on a few pages mm-hmm. um uh, of 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 issue six, but I okay. still got to get more. He's got to send me yeah. more of the script. Oh, gotcha. And um and Pete and Pete's writing style is funny. When you work with different people, he has yeah. a very unique writing style. It's very yeah. it's close to the Marvel. I feel like it's like the Marvel way, where it's like yeah. he just kind of gives you um. Mm-hmm. An idea, like you'll say Snippets. page, whatever, and then it's just mm-hmm. an idea, and then it's just like we kind of fly with it. Yeah, yeah. And then usually when I do my thumbnails, and actually I'll show you, um, give a people just a quick. This is usually this this is a script for Codgers and Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. So usually what I do is I do thumbnails, and then oh, I okay. blow my thumbnails up. Mm-hmm. So it's a process. So yeah. this is my thumbnails are much smaller. Yeah. Pretty much the size of say a sketch card, a little bit smaller than a sketch card. Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. then once I send those off to the person to view them, then they can come back and they'll say, Well, Frank, here's a couple of edits. Maybe you can change yeah. this. Then in Photoshop, I can tweak them up and then I'll, I'll make sure then I can resend it to them with the edits. Yeah. They'll look at it and then they say, Oh, you got a green light, then I'll blow them up. Yeah, okay. And this is the actual size that I draw my oh, okay. my, my, my comic book pages. And yeah. then I have a light, I have a light, a light uh table. Well, I have a, a light box. Excuse me. I have light box, a couple of them. I have like mm. two light, light pads and one light box. Oh, okay. And yeah. then yeah, just just in case one breaks down. It's just that part yeah. of me is <laughs> something breaks down. You yeah, that's sure your you livelihood, man. You gotta be yeah, ready. That's your livelihood. So you gotta make sure you got extra. So yeah, so this is technically, you know. That's awesome, man. I lay out stuff. Yeah. Sweet. And then um for people that want to follow Frankie on oh. all social media how do they oh. follow you frankie oh boy i'm on tiktok yep um and doing really well wow a lot of people are on tiktok and just on is it under the frankie b washington right i keep it simple one thing i learned from my teachers back in our school days was they said use your name yeah yeah i never think that's one thing i mean my teacher said he said he said don't use don't use aliases yeah always use your name he said when you yeah. sign Use your name. So that, so your yeah. name itself is a brand. Yeah, yeah. So regardless of what, all I say is Frankie B. Washington. You do yeah. a search, you'll be able to find me. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I still think, I think I still have a Tumblr. 
Yeah. And I and I also have a YouTube channel as well. Oh, good, good, yeah. Yes, my YouTube channel is um uh same thing, Frankie B. Wash. And what it is, it's just me. I treat my YouTube channel as my portfolio. Yeah, yeah. You know, I try to tell people, people go on there and say, hey, look, if you're going on there for tutorial, I don't do uh, tutorials, um, but I do, some of them I do talk and yeah. uh, just be just pretty much, you know, rambling on. But, um, you know, hopefully it's more of an inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that as I'm talking to you and stuff and I tell you, hey, I'm this kid from the projects and whatever. Yeah. And if you got a dream, don't, don't, don't let that dream crumble it down. Um, yeah. Yes, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, you know? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> once you once you look at that, then yeah. then you can smile. You go, yes, life is hard. <laughs> but with yeah. that said, yeah, it, you could it, it you can do wonderful it. things. You yeah, can see yeah. roses. Rose, my, I remember someone once told me. He said, "You can look at the beauty of a rose, yeah, but don't fail to see the but don't fail to see the roses as well. I mean the mm. thorns. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. look at the beauty of the rose." But if yeah. you reach out for the rose, yeah. be wary of the thorns. That's yeah. I think that's what they're saying is. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, understand it. it's a beautiful thing, but yeah. there are thorns. And if yeah. you're not careful, you prick yourself. It can be hurt. It can be very yeah. harmful to you. So that's yeah. life. That's life, my friend. That's life, Frankie. <laughs> right on. That is right life, on. my friend. Well, Frankie, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed our conversation. Oh, thank you, Tom. Um, love oh. to get you know, get to know you even better. And uh, man, as we get closer to that next Kickstarter, man, we would love to have you back on. Let's blow that Most thing that? up. Make Most sure definitely. people, yeah. Let's make sure people know uh, when Kaiju's and Cowboys is ready. And uh, oh. man, we're here for you, man. We want to see you're the fantastic, Thomas. I love yeah. this kind of stuff because I yeah. think that this is this is so important. I mean, yeah. I think it's important that people can see that um, we can have conversations about yeah. comics. Like I love, I love your background. I got stuff <laughs> on my wall too. Yeah, I know. And, I, I mean, saw those. Yeah, and yeah. So definitely, yeah. Anytime, like, come on, we can talk about it too. Collections yeah. and stuff like that, and whatever. Absolutely. You know, we, we, it doesn't, you know, I, I love kidding around. I love joking around and, and that's yeah. cool. But also, you know, comic books is a business too. Yeah. And we all have to understand that. So for yeah. all that fun, just like anything, just Star Wars, Star Wars is yeah. a business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all that stuff that we love, Marvel, this is, it, it never stopped being a business. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. it's okay. It's okay. So we can, I can, I can appreciate the creative aspect of it, but also I can also look at it and go, yeah, it's a business. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine too. Yeah. You know, I do, do. I wish that things could be a lot better in some of those business actions. Yeah, yeah. I wish they could be a lot better. But here's a, the cool part about it. Maybe the next generation of people who are creating yeah. stuff can build something that could be massive and a hit. And then they can establish yeah. a new business format. Exactly. Yeah. And then they can hire people. Now yeah. they can hire people and then finally do something that can, you know, that's what I, I dream and hope. That yeah. Can happen. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just see. We'll see. We will see, my friend. All right. Frankie, thank you so much. Really hey, enjoyed everybody. it. And until next time, man, have a, a great rest of your weekend. And oh, we'll talk thank to you so soon, much. Okay? And as always, folks, keep the art flowing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Frankie. Take it easy, Take my friend. Thank All you right, again. my friend. All, All right. right. Till next time. Take All right. Bye-bye.